the topics may change, but one thing stays the same. You're going to have a damn good time. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up to the sexiest woman on the airwaves. The one, the only, your host, Ashley. everyone. Okay, so this is the very first time I'm doing my show live on the radio and live on YouTube. Thank you all so much, as always, for being here. Um, If you don't know already, I'm Ashley Rogers. I'm a naturopathic practitioner and herbalist, and I specialize in functional and energetic medicine. Uh, And yeah, again, thank you so much for being here. Today's show is all about libido, And if it's a warning sign, and sometimes by doing this, I I wonder if I am just like a glutton for punishment and I put myself in these certain situations, but I really hope you all will be cool and respectful um, and just know that this is my first time, you know, doing it live and live and having all the things going on. So just be mindful that I am trying to um, be as involved with the YouTube chat as I possibly can, Um, but it's a little bit difficult when I have to, you know, make sure I'm covering all the things. But um, anyways, so this is pretty exciting. I'm, I, if this works out, and I hope it does, this will be, a, I think, a really cool way to just do the show, get you guys involved, and then have it upload to YouTube for me automatically because I cannot lie. I, I'm having some trouble. Um, like someone said in the, um, in the chat that they don't like the Creator Studio on YouTube, the new one is a little difficult to to um, navigate so I have to really um, and it, it, it needs like perfect conditions to upload videos and so I'm just like uh, I'm fumbling around with it sometimes and, and trying to get everything uploaded in time for you guys and it can be kind of difficult so maybe this would be a good way to do it. Um, again thank you for being here today's show is about libido um, some of the things might surprise you uh, and yeah um, so before I get into that if you guys are new to the show and you're, you don't listen to the podcast um, I guess you may watch them, but I do a couple of different segments before I get into the subject. So before I get into that, I just want to share um, some really cool things with you guys. So I have been, I think, sharing about, you know, how SoCal Natural Health is um, moving into doing, like, optimal aging medicine. And the libido thing kind of goes into that. And that, oh, I won't say kind of. It, it does. It, it ties into that um, because, um, you know, in, in aging well, actually, you know, libido, and I said it as I was promoting this, um, libido is no longer an older man's or older woman's game. It's no longer a condition that's specific to people of a, you know, of a certain age or a certain age range. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But, um, yeah, so SoCal, I'll get into that in a minute, but SoCal Natural Health is bringing on this optimal aging thing. One, I don't like the term anti-aging. It is impossible. It's not a real thing. I just it, it kind of gets under my skin a little bit. So when I think about aging, I want to age the best freaking way possible, you know, and I want to be like the best version of myself, um, you know, all throughout the stages of life. And that's what's going to keep me useful. And that's what I want for my people as well. Uh, but so I went through all the training and everything. And part of that optimal aging medicine or optimal aging method is that I get to bring in Hi, I get to bring in um, a per- some procedures that will help people with the aesthetic part of it while we're working on the inside. So this this particular machine is called CryoSkin, and with it, I'm going to be able to do non-surgical, you know, face toning and facelifts, and um, I'm going to be able to target parts of the body where people might have issues. And and 
um, you know, really causes some self-confidence issues. And that's part of it. That's a huge part of it. We want people walking around looking great, looking their best, feeling their best. Um, and, you know, that body positivity has a lot to do with your mental state. Hi, Kevin. Um, and your, you know, everything that's going on inside of you. If you've got this rift where, you know, you're not able to connect with how you look on the inside, even though, or how you look on the outside, even though you're happy with what's going on in the inside, you know, that's going to create some rift. And so we want it to be everything. We want it to be all-encompassing and big picture. Yes, you can go get procedures done. You can get liposuction done. You can get all these things done. You know, they're very... Uh, traumatic to the body and not only that you know if you don't if those doctors aren't helping you fix the inside then the outside's not going to matter that much there's that meme that's like you know you can have the surgeries and eat the foods and do all the things and take the supplements but if you don't fix the shit in your head then it doesn't really matter so it's kind of it's kind of true and all-encompassing and that's what I want to do I want to be able to be the spot where if people know they can go you know with no judgment and they're going to get all around the, you know, all around the board, they're going to get the best care, their nutrition, their supplements, their workout, um, diet, the nutrition, all the things, mental, mental, spiritually, energetically. So, um, yeah, I, I went through all the training, did the marketing, did everything for that in the last week, and they have allocated the machine, and I don't know when I'll get it, but I'm so excited to get it, and I'm going, I'm going to, you know, post procedures and before and afters and things like that, and I'm just, I'm excited, it's good and help. So my name is Ashley. It's Ashley. Um, so anyway, <laughs> if you're listening to this, I'm responding to comments that come through. Um, okay, and so now for our next segment, we'll just kind of move right through. We are going to be doing this, not that. And today, this week, I'm taking away probably 95% of your cookware. So really, when it comes to cookware, there's... Oh, two things you need to remember. If it's not iron, not coated iron, just plain iron, or stainless steel, or I guess silver, I can have silver, um, then you should not be using it. All of these like Kefalon and Teflon and nonstick and all of these things, huge hormone disruptors. Thank you, Anthony. Go pack. <laughs> um, huge hormone disruptors. They are so harmful to your health, carcinogenic, oh my gosh, I can't even tell you, to your lungs, to your stomach, all of those things. I can't tell you how bad. There are so many studies on them. And I just, you know, when I'm walking in a department store or um, when I'm walking through like Target or whatever, and I'm like, uh, I just, I don't understand how some of these things are, are still able to be sold. cookware is that a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people, especially women, are deficient in iron. And, um, you know, using, thank you, David, are, you know, using um, iron pans to infuse their foods with iron. That's all I use. All of my cookware is iron. If you use it right and you do it well, hi, new fall. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Uh, then you are going to have this tremendous piece of cookware that's non-stick and you can use for so many things. I mean, I put them in the oven, I put them on the stove, I put them on the grill and using your um, your iron on the grill, another, hi Alex, uh, another fun fact about using your, um, your cast iron 
uh, cookware on the grill is that you're not going to get that charred. Because I know a lot of people like that. You like grill marks, and it makes your food look good, and it you know you make makes you think you did a real good job, grill master. But unfortunately, sometimes those grill marks are also carcinogenic. I'm sorry. I hate to take away all your fun. Hi, Martin. Um, I really do. But uh, this is just these are facts. Okay, so uh, stainless steel or silver pans and iron. And, and yes, and someone did say heavy metals are terrible. They are terrible, but these, uh, I mean, this, these are the, the only alternatives into not, you know, because once you heat those, like Teflon and uh, Teflon and all nonstick things uh, on high heat, oh, my God, you instantly are instantly infusing your food with so many terrible chemicals. I just, you know, do your research on it. You know, you're, you are your own best ally when it comes to doing your research and just know that once that stuff heats up and it you know you're feeding it to yourself your family your children it is very bad and and you know a lot it's i think overlooked as a reason why we have hormone issues like we're talking about libido today it could be a major issue why we have so many autoimmune diseases cancers and all the things um, 13 year old has an iron deficiency, so it would help. It would definitely help. You should be using all iron. Um, and, and another thing is, and especially for children, uh, it's my knowledge is, and I can't give like medical health advice, but I, I can say that you are going to have a much, much better chance of getting the iron from the pans, from the cookware, and from food, um, foods that are naturally high in iron and, and that are blood builders then um, you are to be taking any kind of supplementation. Anytime anyone comes to me with an iron deficiency, I never recommend iron supplementation simply because the body um, doesn't really know how to assimilate it correctly um, in supplement form. If you're getting it from your foods, uh, then in, and also iron cookware, you're going to be much better off. So definitely definitely get iron. You can go to Target and get some for cheap. Um, you can go to, uh, oh, good job. I'm sorry, I'm reading it. Um, you can go to Amazon. I have an Amazon storefront. Maybe I'll add them to that and just share the link with you guys because they're, they're really inexpensive and they're so worth it. This is one of those, like, such a simple fix that will change your life and absolutely benefit your health and prevent things for you, you know, and hell, you're going to have fun cooking all this new stuff in your iron cookware, and it's just awesome, so definitely do that, yes, I know, I take something major away from your life every week, but I really, I do it out of love, I swear, I love you guys, and I want nothing but the best, um, oh, yes, okay, so we had a comment that they, they affect your thyroid, they do 100%, 100% of it, that's why I said the endocrine disruptor, um, the thyroid, um, and for the women, the ovaries, for the men, the gonads. I mean, those things are just like, it's like an instant hit. It's just as, <laughs> as if you put, again, like we said last week, put a deodorant right on the area that's heaviest in, um, you know, your, your most important lymph nodes. I mean, it just, it, to me, it seems like a no-brainer, but any little bit of information, even though it seems like kind of like a huge thing, like, oh, my gosh, this is all my cookware. I have to throw it out. Just throw it out. <laughs> I'll send you guys links for affordable iron cookware. Um, okay, so moving on to libido, today's topic. So what does it mean? All right, so obviously we all know that your libido is 
your sex drive, okay? And, you know, this, this story is going to be controversial, I think, forever. You know, men want sex more than women. You know, the husbands and wives, you get married, and then, ha-ha, my husband and my wife never wants to put out or whatever. She always has a headache. She's too stressed. Um, you know, that's not normal. And I think, you know, as a society, we've allowed it to become kind of a joke only because it allows us not to have to look in and, and be like, oh, you know, wow, I, something might be going on. And as a standard practice, if you go to the doctor or something, your OB or whatever the case, and you just say, hey, like, you know, I, I, I have ED or I, I've never turned on and stuff, and they're just like, okay, here's a pill, is that really, that's not good. That's really not good because then you're not listening to your body and all the things going on. Um, that low libido and high libido, you know, is also not normal. You know, so if you have if you have this ravaging need where you feel like you cannot be a normal person without having sex or masturbating two or three times a day, you know, we, you know, we need to look at that. That needs to be looked at. Um, what's a normal sex drive? <laughs> You're asking the right questions. Um, but it is definitely not normal to never want sex. If you never think about it, if it's something you're just like, oh, you know what? I really, I could go forever probably without sex. Um, or if, again, if you just feel like you can't function without it. Now, that is on, that is on one level. That is a very lineal way of kind of having this discussion. Sex for many centuries and sexual energy for many years has been studied by many cultures um, in India and, and all over. I mean, I really can't just start pointing out cultures and, and, and all of that that, you know, have all these sexual um, studies and, and um, I guess, sexual acts, religions. But no, it's not a religion. I don't know what I'm trying to think. It's a culture, sexual things that they say, Kama Sutra and all of the things, Kundalini. Um, but so women are able to derive a lot of what they want with their bodies and outside their bodies with their sexual energy and sexual manifestation. Men, on the other hand, I guess it's kind of the same. You know, it's, it's essentially like a plug-in, you know. So in a sense, when we're saying, like, oh, I, I need sex to feel a certain way, to feel alive, to feel healthy, to feel like a man, to feel like a beautiful woman, uh, that is kind of true. You know, if you want to go back to, you know, all of the ways that sex has been revered in that sense, then that is kind of true. Uh, so in practice, and when I'm talking to you guys, I don't like to think so linearly, okay? We like to bring mind, body into it and spirit and energy and, and all of the things. And sex is definitely one of those things that, okay, so I have my three magic elixirs. You guys knew that was going to come up. Sun, sex, and sleep. Uh, not sorry, sex. <laughs> sex is on the mind. Sun, sweat, sleep. Did I say that? Um, anyways, and another one of those, really, if you want to add another elixir, it could be like, you know, one of the elixir sisters, is sex, sexual energy. And um, so, yeah, it is It is definitely not normal to have low libido. And, um, again, for women, it is a little bit different. Women have now for quite some time been told that, you know, they need to be on birth control for all these reasons, hormone imbalances. Oh, you have to take these birth control. It's going to 
completely fix your hormones or, you know, your acne or, you know, whatever the case may be. And we're just finding so many issues with, with birth control and, um, you know, more kind of to get off subject, you know, we're talking about libido again, if you're just joining us, but there are so many things that when, when women started taking birth control, you can look on the timeline of all of these things that started changing, um, you know, migraine studies and autoimmune disorder, uh, you know, rise for women. Women are so much more susceptible to autoimmune and um, just divorce rate and, and all these things. And I shouldn't laugh at divorce rate because it's a very serious thing. But women are, our hormones are so messed up. We're not picking partners out of our right mind. We're not picking the partners that are correct for us. And so what does that mean for men? Men, that means for you that you are not able to sense if a woman is right for you or not because her hormones, her pheromones are so fucked up that you don't really know what you're doing. You're going based off of things that aren't true. And so, but moreover, women are for so long and then they get off and okay them now they have the baby finally because they're able to have babies they're in this marriage and they think and their hormones their thyroid their ovaries their um you know kidneys your adrenals all the things your neurotransmitters they don't know how to how to produce hormones and and how that also affects the women mostly is because that's a stressor and our bodies are current constantly constantly hi radio i'm saying that right um constantly stressed and when, you're, when your partner, your girlfriend, your wife, your whatever says, you know, I just, I, I can't, I'm too stressed, that means so much more than just I had a long day. So that is what needs to be looked at. For men, guys, if you have low libido, whew, um, <laughs> so there's a lot that I can say about it. Now, if you are not in the gym and you're not lifting heavy weights and you're not squatting and you're not doing real deep squats with heavy weights, and, and pushing that testosterone through down through, you know, the body and through to the, the trunk, more specifically into the testicles, you're, you're probably not producing hormones the right way. Uh, and, and especially, you know, obviously testosterone. Um, and <laughs> see, this is, this is weird because, it, again, it's kind of a lineal way of, of thinking, but it's just so true. So much of what we do physically helps us create hormones as well. And then always the three magic elixirs. But recently, um, a football player, Cam Newton, he's a quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, he came out and said that he has been abstinent or was going to be, I don't know, for quite some time because having that buildup in testosterone in his body helps with performance. And, of course, there are so many people having a heyday with jokes and, and everything like that. Uh, but, I, you know, it's true. You have that buildup of testosterone and on a physical level, you know, your body's going to do some pretty cool things with that as far as like your physique and your performance goes. Um, there was also a long time ago an episode of, I think, I think it was an episode of, um, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was, it was, that's right. It was going to be for March. So, Oh my gosh, his poor wife. He's a wife, right? Um, it was an episode of Seinfeld, and they were like not having sex because it was making them smarter. 
And so for the guys, it was making them very smart. It was making them like, you know, oh, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so intuitive now and I'm so, you know, strong and I learned this and I learned this new language and I think it was George. And then Elaine, when she wasn't having sex, she was getting stupider. <laughs> she was just sitting around like getting dumb and like, and, you know, and I know it's just a silly episode of TV, but that is just, it, it really is such a pretty cool testament to what happened because that is literally what happened. You know, women get, hi, Ashley, women get, we, we derive, um, I, I think, our wits about us from, uh, you know, how in tune we are and how, how you know, how um, healthy we are in our sex lives and what we are able to do with that if we have a healthy libido. It means so many things for us. It means our hormones are great. It means, like, you know, we are, our, you know, our womanly essence and all the things are in balance. And for women, that balance like that, that is huge. Okay? It's huge. For men, you know, having libido, obviously, it means, yeah, you know, I'm a dude and I, you know, I can, I can perform and, you know, all the things. Um, but they, when it is all that they're focused on, then it, it can kind of, um, then I want to say dumb you down. That's not the right word. But when it's all you're focused on, because innately and, and as like, you know, humans, it feels very primal, right? For the guy to always want sex and for that to just kind of be, you know, what the alpha males are put here to do is to recreate with the right female. So they're always kind of having this pressure to do that. And if they're not doing that, they're not feeling worthy. They're not feeling manly. You know, in women, we just want balance. We just want to <laughs> recreate and all the things. So it is a testament to that. Uh, but your libido i got to kind of move it along and ranting. Your libido could also, when it comes to health, um, be a, a, a very serious warning sign. Now, let's talk about really quick before I move on um, some causes of low libido that are, I think, kind of obvious. But, you know, we, we tend to forget life. Um, if you're on medication or if you drink a lot of alcohol, those could be causing you low libido. If you have a poor diet, low libido, you're not getting the nutrients that you need, your brain is not being signaled to create the right, you know, enzymes, neurotransmitters, amino acids, and all that thing, and all those things, all that thing. Uh, and then uh, stress. So if you're stressed at work, if you're stressed at home, um, anything like that, thank you, Rolando, um, then, you know, that's that's huge. And, and stress also perpetuates inflammation and if you have very, 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 very low libido, a lot of the time I'm going to test you for your inflammation levels um, because, you know, inflammation can show us so many root causes to so many different things. It's insane. So inflammation, put that one on the list if you have low libido. Um, circulation and heart health, your omegas, another one. Um, and then uh, not getting enough sleep and not getting enough sun and not moving your body. So, again, with those three magic elixirs, sun, sweat, sleep. So those are major contributors 
to more of like the surface area of uh, libido. And if you have low libido along with erectile dysfunction, then yeah, vitamin D. Vitamin D is actually not a vitamin. Vitamin D, and someone just put it in the comments if you're listening to this and not watching it live. Um, vitamin D is actually a pre-hormone. So vitamin D is one of the most important things that you can have. It literally converts almost every single vitamin, almost every single hormone, and almost every single neurotransmitter that you have into its active form. That's one of the reasons why sun is so important. And when you're deficient in vitamin D, I mean, that's that's another thing that I'm definitely testing for for everything, but when it comes to libido, for sure. Um, so, yeah. So, um, you know, when when it starts to become concerning is, is you know, for men, um, you know, especially, I mean, again, it's no longer you know, a certain age range is game, but if you are young in your sexually active years, if you want to call them that, um, and you have erectile dysfunction and, you know, low libido, then, you know, we need to really look at, well, first of all, we're going to look at all those things, deficiency, diet, you know, you're working out, your sleep, um, all of those things. Those, those things are what we call foundational things. But, you know, we're going to need to start looking at your, you know, your prostate also. You know, the there's so many things that can contribute to um, prostate dysfunction, um, but one of the more common things is enlarged testicles um, and a couple other things. So, you know, when you let it, when it becomes a signal for the body and then for women as well, you know, we're, if you have just absolutely no libido, um, you know, there, there are a lot of different tests and things that I, I never skip out on when it comes to libido because it just really can mean so many things. But on a physical level, same as men, you know, we're going to be looking at PCOS, endometriosis, and things like that. Um, but which, all of which, no matter if you're, you know, male or female, those are really like PCOS, endometriosis, those are kind of symptoms, even though they're listed as conditions, those are essentially symptoms of a one, probably one major root cause. And so, um, you know, in the in the what to do, well, we'll get to that, but I'll, I will let you know, like, in just a little bit, the things that, you know, we need to test for to get to some of the root causes if you're having sexual dysfunction or low libido or too high of libido. Too high of libido, too high of libido is an HPA access issue. That, again, you're not getting enough sun. The, the pituitary gland controls pretty much all of the, you know, production of and and I guess flushing of cortisol and things in the body, um, but it's an, an adrenal issue and a, an adrenal fatigue. I think is I think is we're we're trying to phase out of that in functional medicine because a lot of people I think it was overused and wasn't correctly it's not a correct um, um, access dysfunction kind of it really explains more of everything and so if you are like if you're just go, 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 and you're overstimulated all the time, um, and you just really, you have that insatiable need for sex, and I'm not saying you're, you know, you're horny and, and whatever, that is, that is normal when people are human, but if it's just like too much, and it's like controlling your life where you cannot feel satisfied, no matter how much you get, that's an issue. And so, and that is, again, that's an HPA access um, dysfunction disorder, 
whatever you want to call it. And that is a pretty big deal. That's, you know, something is going on. Again, chronic inflammation is never a good thing, and that does cause a cascade of things to be happening. Libido is usually one of the first to get hit because if your body is constantly inflamed and stressed down and worried about how it's going to hold on to vitamins and nutrients and let go of toxins and things like that, but it can't, you're going to forget about sex because your body needs your body needs more attention than just what's on the surface. Um, and then I, this is a pretty fun fact, I think. Yes, everything does need to have a balance. That's for sure. Uh, so one thing that I found, okay, this is interesting. I think it's interesting. It's kind of like, duh. But men more actively seek sex. Okay, so women, you know, we are we are all sexual beings. But, you know, men will more actively seek it and women want to be sought. So if you think about, like, <laughs> Because prostitution has been around for, <laughs> thank you, spider means, um, prostitution has been around for a long time, right? And that is men actively seeking sex and women wanting to be sought, to make money, to <laughs> like, you know, what I know, right? Safe bomb. Um, but that, so, you know, men actively seeking sex and women wanting to be sought after, that's, I mean, that's just like the circle of life. But one one thing that I found, and I'm not a religious person, and if you are, that's great. That's awesome. I'm not judging you. I'm not saying anything. But one statistic that um, was found whenever doing um, studies about sex and human nature, they found that nuns, nuns do a better job of fulfilling their vows of chastity and it was something like less than half, like way less than half, were able to fulfill their their vows. But priests and um, and men within the, the clergy and, and the guys that vowed to be abstinent or I guess whatever, just not have sex, over like 64% of them failed um, seeking. So, I don't know, I think it's, like, Captain Obvious, but at the same time, I don't know. This, this is all just, like, <laughs> yeah, there's just so many layers to it, okay? But when it comes to your health, you got to listen to yourself, listen to your body, listen to your libido. So, what do you do? So, if you are seeking help um, of any kind, if it, if, even if you go to the doctor or um, an naturopathic, whoever you see, if you want to come see me, okay, there are questions that we ask about everything. Just like someone had just said in the in the chat, um, you know, everything in the body needs to be balanced. And that's true. So these certain sets of questions, we really go in depth and there's a really huge intake. And the libido and the sexual health part of it is a pretty big section because a lot of time that will tell me a lot about what could be going on. And, um, you know, there should be tests, obviously. You know, there are the normal hormone uh, tests that you would look for because that's, that's like, okay, duh, we have to have that. But it's so much more than that at this point. As we discussed before a few minutes ago, uh, you know, I'm always going to be looking at inflammation. So your high-sensitivity CRP, uh, which your um, C-reactive protein, 
So if you've got lots of inflammation in the body, then you know that is going to be contributing to the low libido, but then we have to find out why. What is inflamed? So then we'll be looking at omegas um, and your omega ratio, and that's going to have a lot to do also with your diet. So if you're eating a lot of fast foods, if you're eating a lot of shit, junk, garbage, fried foods, you know, burgers, bread, pastas, things like that, then, you know, we're going to need to balance out your acids and your omegas. Um, and foods that are high in omega-6 is not <laughs> chat moderator. So um, what does that even mean? I think my chat's going crazy. Alex, you didn't write that, did you? Okay. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in the chat. Sorry. I never forgot where I was. Where was I? Thank you, Hussam. Thank you. That's very nice. But I lost my place. I was ranting so good. Um, inflammation. <laughs> so testing for inflammation. Omegas. So your diet. Um, and I preach a lot about diet, but, you know, that. And, yes, yeah, someone just put in the comments, man, I like doing it like this. Because then you guys can chat and it, like, reminds me of things. I like this. I think I'm going to keep doing it. Um, cholesterol. So cholesterol, yes, we should look at cholesterol as well. Um, but as I had mentioned in my heart health, um, when I did heart health month in February, um, you know, your cholesterol is not always such a bad thing. Um, the body produces cholesterol to fix things. It sends it to, you know, damaged and torn arteries and veins and nerves and all the things. And, and you know, we need cholesterol. But, yeah, too much bad cholesterol um, is, you know, has root causes similar to all of these other things. And so everything in the body is interconnected and interdependent. We just have to find the right mind-body balance to bring it all together. And a lot of the reasons why functional medicine and naturopathic medicine is so difficult for some people is because, you know, it it is a process and it is looking at several different things when uh, Western medicine has done such a good job at giving so many band-aids and like quick like fixes that I think it is really has messed us up a lot um, because I mean on the mental you know onslaught of reasons but also because of the side effects and medication is also you know a cause of low libido and a cause of so many other things so uh, thank you that's very nice of you to say um, so yeah, and then, you know, looking at all of the stress and everything as well, um, in practice, and you should find someone who does this. And if you need somebody, I know somebody. But, um, you know, I, we do a lot of mind-body work, too. So a lot of the times I hear I hear it very often. Like I feel, I, someone will tell me, I feel like when I come to you, I'm sitting down with a healthcare professional, a therapist, a best friend, and someone and a complete stranger all in one. You know, because sometimes talking to a complete stranger is awesome. Right? I mean, you go and you're like at the door and then you kind of don't have to see the person again, which I hope they come back and see me again. But um, I don't know. I just think I just think it's kind of cool. But, you know, the mind-body work is... Uh, bye. Bye, Rolando. Thank you for watching. Uh, the mind-body work is very important. You know, so that's another thing that I take a really good look at. 
So the testing for low libido is going to be very important. But what to do right now is just start, honestly, just start paying attention and start journaling certain things. And if, like if, for instance, if you do like a three-day food and mood, okay, so you do a food and mood journal, and if you've had sex that day, if you're a female, write down what day you are in your cycle. Um, I guess men don't really need to do that. But, um, you know, and for men, you know, oh, man, there are just so many different tests for guys. And I kind of feel bad uh, for dudes because, you know, you guys really have so much pressure to perform and, like, have this certain, you know, just this certain, like, standard. And you guys just get, I think you get put on the back burner sometimes when it comes to certain things. And I really do feel bad. You know, I feel, I feel like, again, and I I work a lot with men and I love working with men. Love it. Because again, you guys, I feel like you get put, put on the back burner. Yes. Now men will, yeah, weekly journal would be awesome. Um, I love journaling for so many reasons, but um, working with men, you know, you guys, you guys tend to not uh, pay attention to things until, you know, something's on fire, falling off, or won't get more. You do pay attention and you start to, to go, okay, well, you know, this this might not be, you might not be calculating. And then you start to, like, learn and, like, things just start firing off. You're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then they, they do a certain thing, no matter how silly it might sound to them, because it's not, you know, to you, to whatever, it's not normal. Then, then they're, when they come back, it's Oh my God, that word! Give me more of like, give me more information. Like, come on, what can I do next? And I love that because men are fixers, they're doers. And you know, it, when we talk about like the, and when it comes to energy and like sexual, you know, spirituality and all the things, you know, the men like the masculine energy, you know, we're so drawn to it because it's so strong and it's so like, you know, it's so powerful. And when they want to do something. You know, and, and you know they they figure out ways of of going about it. Then they're like, oh, yes, this, I I have discovered this way, <laughs> and I am, whew, you know, I'm gonna do it, and it's just it is awesome. So, you know, I I just feel bad. I feel like I you know I I want to raise more awareness that you know you're more than just walking into a doctor's office and then saying, well, you just need Viagra and everything will be fine. Um, because it's not. There's there's something going on, you know, as to why, you know, the libido or the sexual dysfunction or whatever the case may be. And women too, women too, you know, it, oh, your hormones must just be messed up. Let's just put you on birth control. And, you know, do you want a period? Do you not want a period? Do you want a patch? You want a shot? You want an implant? What do you want? It's just like, mm, I would rather, I would rather, I don't know about you guys, chime in here, but I would rather go to someone who's going to really look at me, like open me up. Not not literally, you guys, get your minds out of the gutter, but who's going to open me up, get me talking, learn about my life, learn about what's going on, and fix me. Like, I go to you for that reason. Like, I don't just want a Band-Aid over it. I want to, I want to expose all of the wrongs and then start integrating the rights. Um, yes, what is your question? Go ahead and ask. Who's Tom? I'll keep talking while you ask. Um, and so, yeah, so anyways, you know, if you're having any issues with that whatsoever, you know, don't, kind of like I said last week, don't wait. Don't be afraid to speak up. Just 
you know, just get it out in the open. Find somebody who is biased, non-judgmental. Um, if you want a consultation with me, my consultations are always free. I do work with people virtually as well as in office. So if you're in Southern California, you can always come see me in the office. Um, but, you know, there are just so many things that your body could be telling you you know, then, then just, then it's just, you know, and if you have a little libido and you also have um, other disinterests, like, you know, if you're having some bouts of anxiety and depression, if you have like a, like a, there are very, there's like a common, and I don't want to do this because I'm not, you know, like medical doctors, they'll have like a common set of symptoms and they're like, okay, if you have these, then this is what we're going to give you, or this is what your diagnosis is. And then everything else is unrelated. Like, oh, yeah, it probably has nothing to do with it. That's, that's in your head or that's silly. That has nothing to do with it. But, you know, there, there are just so many different, you know, factors in functional medicine. We're trained to distinguish those things uh, and, and also in naturopathic medicine and, and herbalism, too. You know, herbs, it can be said that, thank you, Nicholas. Uh, you often run into the problem that she can't keep up with you. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, do you mean, like, during sex? Or do you mean, like, she doesn't want it as much as you do? Um, you can, I think you said you, you kind of missed a lot and you got here late. But you can watch, rewatch, um, and then it kind of goes into, like, you know, maybe why. Um, like, the amount. Okay, yeah. So, men, I mean, that's kind of natural. Men do want it more. But, you know, if if it's a thing where, you know, she doesn't want, um, she doesn't want it, like, but every maybe, like, a couple times a month, then I would, I would say she would be a good candidate to see what might actually be going on and to make some major changes. And, you know, and that's the thing. You know, it, one good thing about this is once you start incorporating little little changes or big changes, you should start to see your libido, you know, go up and up and up and want it more and, and be more sexually active. And if you're not seeing that thing that happen, then, you know, then that tells us again that there is something more serious going on. And then that would require, obviously, you know, looking into other things that are more serious. Um, for as far as personal, and my show is about to wrap up here. That's cut off on me. Actually, you know what? So I'm going to cut it off here. I do have a visit. Consultations are always free. Um, and I will end with this motivational minute on that note. So um, I've always been a huge proponent of, like, there is no better time than right now. How much time do I have? I don't have a couple minutes. There is no better time than right now. If you're constantly waiting for the perfect moment to do anything, then you're, you, I mean, I just, I, I think that's kind of a crazy thing to say because there is the only perfect moment that exists is right now. Right now, at this present moment, is the only perfect time that you have. If you, if you want to start something, if you want to start, uh, you know, working on a dream or a goal, you can start in your mind. You can start manifesting. You can start visualizing. I talked about it before. If you cannot visualize yourself in the um, in the place you want to be in life, and it's probably not going to happen. You have to imagine yourself in that business suit. Imagine yourself walking down that aisle. Whatever the case may be, you have to see yourself in that spot, but you cannot wait. The only perfect moment that exists is right now, the present moment. If you need to stop a medication or if you need to 
find help with addiction or depression or mental illness or whatever. You know, what my motivational minute last week was all about, you know, reaching out and not being afraid. Find somebody, anybody to talk to, you know, just just speak up, okay? If, if that's what you need to do is speak up, then the time for that is right now. Nicholas, yes, you can do a consultation. Um, I will put in the description. You can go to SoCalNaturalHealth.com and book from there. Um, or you can just email me, Ashley, at SoCalNaturalHealth.com. But anyways, right now is the only time, guys. Right now, start journaling, start preparing, start your life. You know, start your goal. Start right now. Don't wait. There's no perfect time than right now. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being here and joining me. I had the best time doing this live for you guys. <laughs> um, and I'm going to do it like this from now on because your involvement was so cool. Like, so cool and very imperative because I could go on and on and just talk to myself all day, but this was really cool. So thanks again, guys, for being here. I'll see you next week. Bye. Blog Talk Radio.